your ads are getting stale, then you're up the proverbial shit creek. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. Welcome back to Perpetual Traffic, episode number four zero. And on today's episode, we're actually going to be taking you through four Facebook metrics that are critical to your success, okay? These metrics that we're going to be getting into today are critical when it comes to scaling a campaign or when it comes to troubleshooting a campaign that might not be doing that well. So, Ralph, Molly, how are you guys doing? Glad to be here. I'm excited about this episode. I think we get these questions a lot. You know, what, what do these metrics mean? Or my campaign isn't performing well. What do I do? And, you know, a lot of times it's really about going back to your metrics and identifying problems. So today's going to be all about data, uh, which is pretty exciting. These are the metrics that, you know, we're using every day to measure the success of our Facebook ad campaigns. So it's not only important to know, you know, what these metrics mean, but also, you know, where to find them in the Facebook ad platform. Yeah. And not even just to do uh, troubleshooting sometimes. I mean, this is definitely, uh, there's two parts to this. There's troubleshooting things that aren't working. And then there's also early warning signs that what might be working may not work in the future. Mm -hmm. And you can use some of these metrics to sort of predict your future behavior. If you've got a winning campaign going on, there's also some things that we're going to be talking about here in this episode where you can say, oh boy, this is doing well, but now I have to sort of plan for the future because these metrics are telling me that I might be running to the end of the line of a really, really winning campaign. So, and also looking at these metrics to scale up and to improve results that you're already getting that might be really, really good. Yes. So for all of you guys out there that are wondering, how do I track success of my Facebook ad campaign or what do all of these numbers mean? Uh, This is for you. So let's get right into number one. Number one is going to be all about ROI. Okay, so we want to figure out what's the best way to measure that ROI. So, so Ralph, if you're looking at a client campaign, what's the first thing that you do and what's the best way that we measure this CPLs and CPAs and what are those? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think with all our customers, they have a predefined either what we refer to as a CPL a CPR or a CPA, but basically all it is, it's a cost per acquisition. So whatever your acquisition is. So for this uh, show here, we'll just talk about it as CPA, which is cost per acquisition. So for a lot of our customers, they will say, all right, I want leads at a certain dollar figure, but I want registrations for a webinar at a certain dollar figure. I want you to acquire a customer for me if they purchase my product at a certain dollar figure. So that's what we call our CPA KPI in the agency. It's our key performance indicator. It's the goal that we all shoot for in the agency based upon the predetermined goal of the customer. Now, most customers have, you know, at least the ones that, that that we manage and that we service have fairly, you know, complex and 
um, refined funnels. So they know the value of a customer. Let's say if they bring in a, a lead for $2, they know that they can make $5 off them based upon the efficiency of their funnel. So within a certain period of time, not necessarily the same day, it might be 30 days, it might be 60 days. Absolutely. It's a, that's a huge point. And ROI in Facebook is, if you're just starting, it's, it's challenging to measure and really know exactly what your cost per lead should be. So for most of our customers, they have they've been in business for quite some time and they sort of know the value. So maybe they might, they might back out or they might pay for the cost of that lead in maybe one week. Maybe it takes them 30 days. Maybe it takes them 60 days to break even on the cost per lead. Whereas maybe in some cases it might take them, you know, a week or so just to actually get a return on that lead. So they turn a $2 lead into a $5 value for each one of those leads that we bring in. It really, it all depends. But the point is, is that to, to, to understand your ROI with Facebook, you really do need to know your business. You need to know what the value of a customer is, what we refer to as the LTV, long-term value of your customer. And it's almost the first thing that we ask people. They say, well, you know, when you acquire a customer, when you acquire a lead, what are they worth to you if we can convert them to a customer? Either lifetime value or long-term value. Yeah, it depends yeah. on who you hear it from. But Absolutely. You know, I think this first one is the most important. You know, we're talking about return on investment, and that's why everyone wants to advertise, right? They want to acquire customers. They want to make money. Um, so this is definitely the most important metric, but it is very important to understand your business. Just like Ralph said, a, a business could pay $50 for a lead and still break even, and another business could pay 30 cents for a lead and not break even, right? It depends on the market. It depends on their sales funnel. It depends on their customer journey. But what's really important is when you are looking at your campaigns, the number one metric that we're going to look at that denotes success does revolve around ROI. And different ways you can break that up is cost per lead, cost per acquisition. At Digital Marketer, you know, we usually look at ROI within 60 days for a campaign. Sometimes we have to look at cost per lead for a campaign because we don't know what the return on investment is yet. So it's really important to just figure out what metric in your business really reflects the return on investment for your Facebook ads. Um, and that's really the first level of data you should be looking at to say, yes, this campaign is a success or no, it's not. And the other thing too is with Facebook's algorithm, with their campaign objectives, their optimized bidding getting better and better and better where you can create a campaign where you're using, for example, the website conversions campaign, which we usually recommend using in, in most campaigns if you're able to measure conversions. A lot of times you might see that a, a website conversion campaign, one ad set, the cost per click might be costing you more in, in one ad set than is another one, but the actual cost per lead is less. Absolutely. Because you resonate with that audience better. So or yeah. maybe it's a more competitive audience, but they're better for your business. So you have to really, really be focusing on, on that cost per lead. Yeah, ROI is really the metric that rules them all, right? If, if we're ROI positive or we're acquiring leads at a reasonable cost, then it doesn't matter if the click-through rate is bad. It doesn't matter if the cost per click is high. 
we're happy because that's the top level metric we're looking at that, you know, really says this campaign is successful. So let's get to number two. Ralph, what's number two? Number two, Keith, is your landing page conversion rate or as expressed in a percentage. And this is really important to troubleshoot whether or not you have a couple of things going on. First off, is your landing page converting the way that or the page that you're sending traffic to? Is it converting well or not converting well? Now, your number one will indicate whether or not your on track to ROI, your cost per lead is low or your cost per acquisition is low or high or whatever it happens to be, whatever that metric is sort of determines sort of this next one for us. So if we see a, a cost per lead or a cost per acquisition, cost per registration, whatever, you know, the metric is that we're measuring is starting to creep up or maybe it's really, really high, we'll look at two metrics, which Facebook doesn't break down for you, which kind of stinks, but we do it manually just based on some simple math and we use link clicks, which is under reporting. This is all in the Facebook ads manager under columns. As you look at your ads columns, you can customize those columns and then you can find a metric called link clicks. So those are basically people who click through to your landing page or your website. I know Molly, you use unique link clicks, which we don't do quite as much, but they are very, very similar in their numbers. And then we basically divide that number by the number of conversions. So it's really, it's simple math. If you have 1000 link clicks, okay, but you have 100 conversions, your landing page conversion rate would be ding, 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 10%. That was an easy one. So 10%, that means 10% of people who click through to your ad actually convert. Now, looking at a campaign, trying to troubleshoot a high cost per lead or a high cost per acquisition, if those metrics were staring me in the face, I would say they have a landing page problem because 10% conversion rate on a Facebook ad, in my opinion, and in very rare instances, is that acceptable? Um, we really try and shoot for 20% plus upwards of 50. Um, if we can get it that way, we've seen them higher than that, but you know, a good Facebook ad campaign is anywhere between 20 to 40% conversion rate. That's something definitely to shoot for. If your landing page conversion rate is anything less than 20, then that's the little hinge that will swing the big door to quote Perry Marshall. And you should really work on split testing different versions of your landing page, optimizing it, making sure you have good message match from your ad to your landing page, all stuff we've talked about in previous episodes. The landing page conversion rate is a really important metric and it's something that a lot of people ignore. So, you know, they'll look at a campaign and they'll say, wow, I have a really high cost per lead. I wonder what's going on. And you dig into the metrics and you realize that their landing page is only converting at 8%. So it's not that, you know, necessarily the cost per click is too high. It's just that most of the traffic that's going to the page isn't converting. So like Ralph said, if this is the case, you probably have an AdSense problem, which means your ad in terms of the copy and the design is not congruent with the landing page. 
So they clicked on the ad and they expected a certain experience. And when they landed on the page, it wasn't what they expected. So they, you know, hit the back button really quickly, right? So you have to make sure that congruency is there. You also want to look at your targeting too. That can have a lot to do with the conversion rate on the landing page, making sure that you're putting your ad in front of the right people that would actually want whatever is on the landing page. So definitely monitor this metric. Like Ralph said, there's a few different ways to do it. Um, We use unique clicks, unique link clicks, and then divide by the number of leads. But definitely keep an eye on this because it can have a really big effect on ROI and it can also uh, diagnose a problem for you. This is a great metric to show you, hey, it's not your ads, it's actually your landing page that needs some work. Yep. It's one of the biggest mistakes that we see all the time whenever we look at a campaign. Everybody's looking at their Facebook metrics when really all they have to do is a lot of times they can double their opt-in rate and, and all of a sudden their cost per lead cuts in half. But the metrics we use, remember, if you're like mass, mass consumer product type of thing, you might be around five or 10%. You know, if you're selling an info product and you're very targeted, you might be going for 50%. So the opt-in rate's going to kind of be relative to your industry but usually there's a big improvement you can make. And, and usually it's the fastest way to, to cut your cost per lead is yeah. to have a, either a better offer, something that's maybe simpler and easier for them to opt in for, or like Molly said, more congruent. Now, the other thing too, remember, if you're using like a builder, if you're using lead pages, click funnels, Insta pages, um, some of the WordPress plugins, if you're using Visual Website Optimizer, those are all going to give you a conversion rate as well. And so, you know, use those tools to, to split test, improve your, your opt-in rate, and then use Facebook data as well. And that's going to just boom, immediately decrease your cost per lead without changing anything in Facebook. If you can double the conversion rate on your landing page, you can cut your lead cost in half. So it's not just about optimizing the ads. It's also about optimizing the page where you're sending traffic. We did it with the client a little over a year ago or so, and it went literally, it was changing the, the, the offer, working with the ad copy, making the offer more simple, but it was about a 30-day period, but it went from about 12% opt-in up to 47% over about a four-week period. And what does that do for your Facebook lead costs? It took them from like $18 per lead down to like three. So this stuff can be game-changing if, uh, and it just depends, you know, how much improvement there is to have had. So d- definitely do not take this lightly. And all we did really for that one was just look at the metrics inside Facebook. And in that case, that was a lead pages client. And they actually show your conversion rate based upon clicks to the page. So you can use that to double check your metrics inside Facebook. But one thing I want to caution everybody against is don't use clicks as your metric here. Use link clicks or unique link clicks inside when you customize your columns inside the Facebook ads manager because clicks is everything that people will click, uh, like it's a social click button, it's if they click mm. for a comment, if they click to go back to your page, if they click the like button. So that'll give you some false positives or some false negatives depending on which way it goes. So make sure that it's link clicks or unique link clicks that you use as that first metric and then conversions is, you know, whatever your metric is, leads, registrations, checkouts, whatever it is that you're measuring. And that's all right there inside your columns. Super easy to do to customize them right in the Facebook ads manager. Bam. Boom. Bam, bam, bam. Let's do it. Let's get number three. 
Ralphie boy, what's number three? Yeah, number three is is one that we use. It's very much secondary to one and two. I mean, number one is obviously the most important, CPA, CPL. I mean, all our, our account managers will say, I don't really care what my cost per click is or my CTR is and all that. If I'm hitting my key performance indicator, which is cost per lead, cost per registration, whatever it happens to be in number one that we had mentioned here. However, you can increase and actually improve upon an already well-running campaign by using this one in number three, which is cost per click, click-through rate, which is CTR, and relevant score. So these are really three metrics that we look to sort of in aggregate. We look at them together because one affects the other greatly. Um, relevant score is obviously is Facebook score that tells you how relevant your ad is to that particular audience that you're targeting. So it's on a one to 10 scale, 10 being the best one being you pretty much won't be getting any impressions anytime soon. Um, and most ads are probably somewhere in between anywhere between like the four, five, six, seven, eight range, uh, nine and tens are really, really good. Tells you that you're, you're really hitting the mark with your, with your messaging in your ad and, you know, people are taking the action that you want them to take. So we look at that as an indicator. If there's an ad set or there's an ad specifically that's underperforming, usually it will have a low relevance score, not always. But what we'll also do is look at both cost per click, which is CPC. Okay. That's another one. That is your cost for anyone clicking on your ad. Now that could also mean cost per link click, obviously, which is the most important one, linking back to your page. If that's really high, for example, we've got a customer right now that it's about a $2 CPC. Their click-through rate is under one. It's like 0.76, something like that. And their cost per acquisition is too high. So for them, and it's about, you know, they want a, a cost per acquisition of about 40 or $50. Right now it's coming in in a lot of their campaigns at about 70 or 80, which is acceptable, but not really where we want to be. So our thought was, wait a second, we have to, we have to improve our message, get so that, you know, that message really matches with the audience, lower your cost per click, raise your CTR, which is your click-through rate. And immediately that'll have a great effect on your Number one metric, which is cost per acquisition. So we look at all those things together sort of in a continuum to try and diagnose what's wrong with this campaign. We had a call with this customer yesterday and we said, all right, we're going to change course here. We're going to move over to this other uh, way in which for us to get leads and acquisitions in the door. And we're going to start that, you know, within the next week or so. And we really believe that the reason why we've discovered it is because of this indicator right here, because the cost per click was too high. The click through rate was way too low. It was under one, which these are all things you can find, you know, right underneath your customized columns inside the ads manager, as well as their relevance score was, you know, like four, five, six. It was just sort of mediocre. So we really reversed the course of this campaign because of it. And I know that our new strategy is really going to be much more successful because of it. So definitely use these as secondary Absolutely. indicators to your first one, but they feed the first two that we had mentioned here on the show. Just to give you guys some good benchmarks for relevance score, you know, anything over four or five is pretty good. Click-through rate, we always teach that anything above a 0.5 or 1% is a pretty acceptable click-through rate. Cost per click is totally going to depend on your market. 
And that's why it's really frustrating when you see people who are setting up campaigns and their goal is, you know, penny clicks or we want to drive really cheap traffic. But if you're paying two cents a click and no one's buying, it still doesn't matter. I would rather pay $2 a click and reach people who are actually going to buy our products. So these metrics are very important. They're great at diagnosing issues. And for optimization, you can go in and see where you have, you know, room for improvement, but they're always secondary to ROI or landing page conversion. You, you couldn't be more right, Molly, on that. And that's, that's you know, as part of our screening process for customers, people who say, hey, I want 25 cent uh, leads in the business niche. We say, well, we're probably not your agency for that, which also means that they don't have the funnel on the back end to monetize, you know, leads that are a little bit more expensive. The goal of Facebook advertising is to pay more for your leads than everybody else because you can afford it because your funnel is so robust. You have other things to sell them, to monetize them with further on down the line. So the pursuit of the cheap click and the cheap lead, it's it's a false god, really. I mean, you have to look at, you know, how is your campaign performing overall by knowing your numbers, knowing your business, and knowing your metrics. Bam. Bam. Mic drop. And just the one thing to think about, if you have an ad that is costing you more than you want per click and the click-through rate is lower than you want or lower than other campaigns, of course, your CPL is going to increase just like Ralph just said. But think about your messaging and your targeting. Those are the two biggest ways to improve this. The one thing that I like to tell people is how can you write a message that is something that people will want to share? Because if people want to share your ad, then that tells Facebook that you're improving the user experience and Facebook rewards you with cheaper clicks and more impressions. That's how it works. And you also build more goodwill with your audience and you end up making more in the long run. That's the biggest thing we see out there, people trying to just hook people in with too much jargon and old school direct response marketing lingo. And you've got to just talk to somebody like they're at a party, talk to people, provide value, be super authentic, put it all out there. And you're, <laughs> I'm telling you, your cost per clicks will go down and you'll get more impressions and you're in back to number one, your CPA, cost per lead, cost per acquisition of your customers will continue to go down as well. All right, let's get into number four. Hey, you know what? It looks like we have a little guest. We have uh, we have a guest, uh, Mr. Sean Connery, that wants to come and explain number four for us. That's right, Keith. Uh, number four is uh, reach and frequency. It's a very important metric so that you know that your ads are getting stale. If your ads are getting stale, then you're up the proverbial shit creek. Uh, and in that way, it's really uh, it's a campaign that's not going to work very well for you. Uh, in fact, I have lots of campaigns that I've run here on the Facebook ads platform that uh, they have a reach of 50,000, but uh, my audience size just so happens to be 50,000 as well. And that, uh, that campaign all of a sudden just stopped getting impressions. I wish I had Molly Pittman uh, with me to help me out, but I wasn't quite sure what to do. <laughs> so I came on the podcast to ask the question, what the hell should I do, Keith and Molly? <laughs> <laughs> wow, Mr. Sir Sean Connery. That is a question I've... Answer wow, the I... damn question, Crunch. <laughs> I wish I could answer it without... <laughs> 
reach and frequency. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's see if we can bring Ralph Burns to, uh, to 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 break that down for us. I have no idea how he got onto the podcast, but he, apparently Sean uh, just left the building, and um, he's having some real issues with his Facebook ad campaigns. I had no idea he even knew how to run the Facebook ad platform. But anyway, um, in the case of Mr. Connery, he had a. a reach and frequency. I don't think you really understood the difference between the two, but let me see if I can explain it. So your reach is basically is another metric that's inside the Facebook ads platform and your drop down, where it tells you actually how many people, specifically unique people have actually seen your ad. This is different than impressions. Impressions is a combination of, it's basically is reach multiplied by frequency. So those are two metrics that we do use. So for example, if you had a reach in this case with Connery, um, I don't know what he's running ads for. Is he running information-based products now on on how to be an actor? Yeah, or how to how to hook up with women twenty years younger than him. Those types of things. Yeah, that would certainly make sense. Um, but anyway, if he has an audience of fifty thousand, let's say it's maybe it's a custom audience or it's a smaller audience, but his reach is fifty thousand. That means everyone in his audience has at least seen his ad once. So the frequency would then be how many times each one of those people have actually seen it. So let's say if your frequency is two, your reach is 50,000, your audience size is 50,000, then how many times has each person in your audience actually seen your ad? Twice, right? And your impressions, which is another metric, which we use as a secondary indicator, would be 100,000. So reach is how many times individuals have seen your ad. Frequency is how many times those individuals have seen your ad. And then your impressions is basically reach multiplied by frequency. So in the case of Connery, um, he needs to get other audiences or freshen up his creatives or maybe the audience is just tired out of that particular campaign. So Reach and frequency is something that we use as a, as a lagging indicator as well, but it usually tells us that we should swap out some of our creatives and maybe even you know spice up the ad copy, do some new ad copy. And we've revived audiences that are you know the size of, of his audience and been able to hit the same audience over and over again using different ad creatives, using different ad copy, a slightly different hook, maybe a slightly different image and a different landing page, and be able to revive some campaigns that way as well. So, Yeah, Ralph, I mean, the, the reach and frequency is so important because if you think about it, you know, if you're targeting 100,000 people, you know, those are real humans. They're not robots. So eventually you're going to saturate that audience and you have to think about starting to scale horizontally. So if you're targeting an audience and you see that the frequency is getting high, you know, your ROI is going down or your cost per lead is increasing because of fatigue, take a step back and say, okay, you know, this copy, this creative, this offer, it worked to this audience. Now let's go out and, and find audiences that are most like this audience that's converting and let's start to scale this campaign horizontally out to other audiences. That's it. It's, that's, that's it. Basically, it's that simple. There's two ways to do it, right? More creatives or more audiences. More audiences is usually the fastest with, with lookalike audiences and how much better they seem to be, how much better Facebook's algorithm is, the more lookalike audiences you can create 
create them off your customers, create them off all your contacts, create them off your Facebook pages, create them off of other pages like landing pages or add to cart pages. You can go out and you can find more audiences than you realize um, when you start to tap into these lookalike audiences and that's going to help with your reach and frequency. All right, cool. Let's wrap it up. That's all four. So to, to recap, number one is all about ROI. Okay. You're going to be focusing on your CPL and your CPA to get that ROI. Okay. Number two is your landing page conversion rate. Dial that in and guess what? Your ROI is going to improve quickly. Number three, cost per click, click through rate, relevant score. These are leading indicators that you're probably going to have high cost per lead because people are not clicking your ad. It's not relevant. Something's off, right? And then number four, reach and frequency. All right. So get in there, start monitoring these. These are going to help you scale and these are going to also help you troubleshoot if things aren't running as well as you want. All right. And Sean, Sir Sean Connery, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you very much, Crunch, uh, Pittman, Barnes. Now you guys get to work, for Christ's sake. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, this might I don't be know. my episode ever i don't even know what i said did it make any sense or were you guys just like laughing i was standing up like uh, trying not to pee my pants (laughs) 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 Uh